The views, information, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speakers and do not represent Holding Short Media nor any organization that the speakers have been, currently are, or will be affiliated with. Welcome to the Holding Short Podcast 2021 Year in Review. I'm your host, Laura. And I'm the show's producer, Cam. Since it's been almost a year since we released our first episode, we wanted to take a moment to thank everyone for a great first year of the show. We've been so fortunate to have had so many great friends join us over the year, and we'd like to thank everyone who's joined us and everyone who's listened as well. We appreciate all the support that you have shown us, and we also wanted to take a minute to ask if anyone had questions about the show, how we run it, any upcoming plans, and answer them as best as we could. Some of the questions that uh, folks send in are sort of frequently asked and they're about our stats. Uh, So Laura and I agreed that we would have a little bit of fun with that. And I've made up a five question multiple choice quiz Uh, for each question that Laura gets right. I'll donate $10 to the Canadian Women in Aviation 2022 Scholarship Fund. And for each question she gets wrong, she'll donate $10. So either way, Uh, we're going to send CWIA a small donation uh, for the holiday season. Are you ready, Laura? I am only mildly intimidated as I truly do not check our stats once they go up. I'm happy to release the episode and then I don't want to know the numbers behind it. So this is, I'm going in completely blind to this. Okay. So uh, first up, our top five countries in terms of downloads are Canada, the US, India, Australia, and what other country? Your options are A, Germany, B, the United Arab Emirates, C, the United Kingdom, or D, Madagascar. Now, I'm fairly confident that the answer for this one is D, Madagascar. And I just remember initially when we were starting to look at where our listenerships were, uh, mostly coming from, I remember we had this laugh at Madagascar scenes slightly random on that list. So I'm going to say final answer, D, Madagascar. It is Madagascar. (laughs) Uh, They were, if I remember correctly, they were the first country in Africa to listen to us. And one of our first episodes, we had Madagascar and Seychelles pop up like the same day, um, which was just really, really interesting. It's either really interesting and nifty or some geolocator is way off and we don't have anyone actually listening from Madagascar on the Seychelles. It's so all of the location data, um, anything that's listed as a location, there will be a list of locations and then an other option. And I'm pretty sure anyone that goes through a VPN will just be in the other thing. Um, so I'm, I, I am hoping that someone in Madagascar is actually listening. It'd be super nifty if someone was, but yeah, it might just be a VPN issue. We're going to say that Madagascar cracks the top five. How about this? If you are the person from Madagascar that listens in and you're on Instagram, please drop us a message. Please reach out. We have a lot of questions for you. All right. Question two. How many countries have tuned into the show? Your options are A, 26, B, 38, C, 49, or D, 67? I am going to say, final answer, C, 49 countries have listened. Yep. 
amazing. <laughs> uh, that's 49 countries. That's every continent. Um, yeah. I mean, who's listening to us from McMurdo Station? Oddly enough, they haven't drawn Antarctica on the map. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the way they calculate it is with uh, Oceania instead of Fair. just Antarctica now. Fair. So. Well, I'm going to say that if you are our listener who's at McMurdo Station or at one of the points where Shackleton was, please contact us again. We will have some questions for you about how you're being counted here. Yeah. All right. Ready for question three? Always. All right. We've had over 5,000 downloads in our first year um, at time of recording, uh, which is pretty good for a niche Canadian show. Approximately how many of those do you think came from Canada? A, 3,700, B, 4,200, C, 2,300, or D, 2,900? I'm, hmm, interesting. I think for this one, I'm going to say A, final answer, 3,700, because I think we repped the home team pretty hard here in Canada, but we still had a lot of international listeners. And you're correct. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. And one of, one of my goals at the beginning of the year was, uh, to paint the map of Canada with listeners. And we have done that. We've had people listen in every province and every territory. Well, thank you to all our Canadian listeners. I mean, that's so exciting. I've been fortunate to have traveled to most of the provinces and, um, the territories are still on my list, but to think that my voice has made it all the way there is a little, a little strange, but, uh, oddly endearing. Question four, our second most downloads per country come from the United States, but which state out of these five has the most downloads? Now, these options are the list from our top five out of order. Um, you just have to pick the one that's the top of them. Got it. A, California, B, New York, C, Minnesota, D, Virginia, or E, Alaska. I'm going to say final answer, E, Alaska. I feel like we had a lot of Alaskan listeners, but I could be totally wrong. I know my backup answer if, if Alaska is not correct. So Alaska did pretty well, um, but it is not Alaska. Oh, no. So the correct answer is New York. And uh, in order, the top five American states that listen to us are New York, California, Virginia, Alaska, then Minnesota. Hmm. See, because my backup answer is going to be Virginia. So I think that tells you don't change your answer because Alaska <laughs> was slightly better than Virginia in this context. Alaska is a good guess, too, because we did have uh, Taylor on early on from mm-hmm. from Alaska. So mm-hmm. she was our first uh, non-Canadian guest and uh, helped us draw a bit of an international listenership, especially coming from one of the most or rather the no- most northern U.S. state. Yeah. So thanks, Taylor, for that. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. You get a special shout out. Yeah. Um, all right. Last question. Our podcast is available on many platforms. Which of the following has the most downloads? A, Apple Podcasts, B, Spotify, C, Google Podcasts, or D, Podbean? I think I know the answer to this one because it always surprises me based on how I listen to podcasts. And I'm pretty sure the answer is C, Google Podcasts. It's not. It's not? It's not. Apple Podcasts is our current uh, front runner, hmm. uh, closely followed by Spotify. 
Mm-hmm. I think it always stood out to me because I know what platform I primarily use to listen to podcasts, which is Spotify. And that's not a plug for Spotify, but it was always, uh, it stuck with me that it was not the same way that I listened. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it was really interesting to go through that list because uh, the way podcasts are distributed, you send them to uh, certain places to be pulled in different feeds. So um, like one of them that we send it to is TuneIn. And that helps power Alexa. And that also goes to Amazon and a bunch of other ones. So when you actually get into the list of how people listen, um, like Roku's, uh, someone listened on an Xbox, um, all sorts of different, like all sorts of different ways of listening and finding us, which I think is really interesting. And if you are that listener that joined us through Xbox, also, again, please reach out. We have questions. (laughs) Yeah, are, like, are we good gaming background? I don't know. Like, is someone just on yeah. like Twitch doing something, listening to us in the background? I, I hope not. I don't know yeah. what thoughtful commentary I'd have. So you got uh, three out of five? Three out of five. Three out of five, two out of five. And we will, uh, we will put that donation in. We'll make sure that we show us doing it online. Um, and yeah. Way to go, CWIA. We're, we're happy to support you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have some other questions come in. Uh, a few days ago, I put up um, a poll on Instagram. So anyone that had a comment or a question to send in uh, could ask it for the show. Um, I realized I didn't say whether or not I was going to use names on there. So uh, we're just going to use initials to credit all of these. If you hear your initials, thanks for sending in a question. Thanks for sending in a comment. We really appreciate the support. So AG commented, love this podcast so much. Can't wait to have the time to catch up and listen more. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we are so excited to have you listen to us more. Yeah. Uh, Zeddy reached out and he asked us to um, talk about how the Canadian aviation industry will recover post-pandemic for people who are just starting in the industry or are looking to start in the industry. Um which is a really big question, especially for us. Uh, I personally think that it is starting to pick up again and we will see more improvement. A lot of the, the major data aggregates and everything like that with Boeing and CAE are saying that we're going to come back probably in three years. Um, and, you know, we still have retirements going on and everything like that. So are we going to be short on pilots again? Probably. Are we going to be short on AMEs again? definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And then across the industry, we have so many ops options. It's coming back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's something that we saw pre-pandemic was that it was not just a shortage of pilots. It was a shortage of everyone in the aviation sector um, globally. So in my completely unprofessional opinion, I believe that we are starting to see that industry come back. Um, you are starting to see those job postings, uh, especially for pilots where the hour requirements are maybe what we were seeing uh, in circa 2016, where the industry was really starting to have that mass movement of people throughout the industry. Um, I do think it's coming back. Approximate timeline, I have n- no idea. I can't really say that. But I do think it's a particularly interesting time to be starting out within your aviation career, because regardless of what facet, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity coming up, but uh, you just need to be ready for it. Yeah, and that's it's... a little bit about being lucky, too. 
Yeah, it's it's a strange one too because past major events for the industry have also had major economic um, impacts, and we're still not sure what the economic impact of COVID is entirely. Um, so we'll see what that effect has too. But it it will be interesting. That's that's the guarantee. We can promise it's going to be nifty. Yeah. <laughs> JR commented, thanks so much for featuring careers from people outside of pilots. Great to see ops jobs highlighted too. Um, that was really important to us when we started the podcast. As much as I enjoy aviation podcasts that focus on flying specifically and pilot careers, I find that there's so much more to be learned and your understanding of the industry just becomes so much greater when you stop focusing just on the flying rules. Um, there's no harm in learning more about how an air traffic controller goes about their training uh, or someone who's a cabin crew member. And I think when you start to understand what the other roles are, how they work and the way that it's all interconnected, your understanding and appreciation of everyone is much broader if you don't just think it's pilot centric all the time. So I'm, I'm glad that people enjoy hearing about jobs that aren't just flying ones because I think the aviation industry has so much to offer. And I mean, we've only scratched the surface. I'm an AME by trade, and it's been interesting to hear more stories from other AMEs and other sections of that industry, too. So it's, it's a fun exploration for both of us, as well as anyone listening, I think. I always like when we'll have a guest that will bring up a point, and then several episodes later, I'll be speaking to another guest, but I guess a similar topic, and I'll get to reference of, oh, reports have come out, or someone has talked about this previously, and I get to sound so smarty. Like I know these things and have researched it, but really I'm always learning something new. And it's fun when I, I always really enjoy when one guest mentions something and then months later, I'm able to incorporate that into a discussion with another guest. Yeah. We got a few questions that are sort of related to each other. So uh, JT asked, what plans do you guys have for the show next year? Um, AS asked, uh, do you plan on having any live shows? And AD asked, is Cam going to host more episodes? So do you want to take the first two, Laura? Sure. Uh, I think the plan for the next year is just to continue with uh, the growth that we've had. I know we really uh, bit, maybe bit off a bit more than we can chew last year with our, we called it Mad Marchness, um, with all of the episodes that we had during uh, Women in Aviation Month and Women in Aviation Week Worldwide. Uh, so I think what we released 12 episodes in one month and Considering we were brand new, I think that was a lot. <laughs> um, I We have definitely plans to have our own Mad Marchness uh, happening again. So please stay tuned for that lineup because I think it's going to be really fun. Um, we set the bar pretty high last year, I think. Um, plan on doing any live shows? I would love to have the opportunity to do more live shows. Um, I know we had previously been at uh, the ECWIA virtual conference uh, and that was so much fun. Uh, granted that was pre-recorded uh, for them. But if we had the opportunity to present live or even host a panel, I think that's something that Cameron and I would enjoy doing. Yeah. And yeah, Mad Marchness. Uh, that was 12 episodes in a row. Um, that, that was a lot of work. But again, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool to meet that many people. Um, and from, from the response we got from it, a lot of people really enjoyed those shows. So. Mm -hmm. I, I'm really hoping that goes well again this year. And I know we have some uh, we have some pretty ambitious names on our list that we're, we're trying to get for it. So it, it should be fun. Um, 
the last question out of those is cam going to host more episodes um maybe i'll i'll be around for some of them there's uh there's some guests that i think i would have a lot of fun with um so yeah i'll like i'll be here every now and again um either the two of us will be on a show or i'll be on a show and we'll see what happens and that's not to say that Cam wouldn't have fun with most of our guests, uh, but rather there are times when I am maybe slightly too busy to get really into the technical minutia that we have of a guest. And we feel it's sometimes a disservice to them if I'm not able to ask really thoughtful questions and just have this sort of very baseline, broad um, surface level understanding of a concept that's something that they're working on. So one of the things I really enjoy about working with Cameron is that he has that mechanical background so that when I need to ask a technical question or I'm just sewing over my head with something that's maybe more on the technical side, that Cam is really able to help break that down and teach me sometimes so that I can ask the thoughtful questions or at least have a thoughtful sounding follow-up. So um, especially when we have our really technical guests, I think it benefits you, the listener more. And it also is, I think, nicer for our guests if they have someone that can sort of match them that way. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the technical side of it. Laura sort of mentioned there that we do a lot of research for this. Um, she's she's being very kind and saying that I'm that kind of smart. Um, I read a lot. That's how I save myself. Um, but we do we do do our best to to research our guests and make sure that we can have um, sort of the best forty five minutes to an hour with them as possible um, to give you guys the show that we think you'd like to hear. Now, TB asked, do you guys take suggestions for guests? This is something that we have been back and forth on since the very beginning of our show, but ultimately I'm going to say sort of no, only because Cameron and I plan out our episodes so far in advance. Um, I think when we first started planning our show, we had episodes planned out until 2023. We had fully (laughs) figured out sort of, not figured out, but we had our kind of dream lineup for the next three years, which was very lofty of us to to do before. I think we were even releasing episodes. And so if a listener was to make a suggestion to us, it might take at least six months to maybe even a year before we would have that guest sort of fit in with the lineup that we've created. So it's not that we're not open to having suggestions for guests, but to actually see that actioned might take a very long time. We're not necessarily timely in terms of having that turnaround and then of course it's also to have that person say yes Um, of course there's people that we'd love to have on and they also have very busy lives and schedules so we have to be mindful of that too that it might take six months before they're even available to uh, record with us some of the guests that are connected to major companies we have to go through uh i think our record is four departments of a company for approval Mm -hmm. um before being able to release an episode so your suggestion might make it to us. We might have someone back out and we'll have a spot in a few months, but then we also have to research it, write it, record it, edit it, get it approved. If they don't approve it, we have to re-edit it to their specs and then get it re-approved and then put it out. Um, so like, if you do have a suggestion, you can send it to us, but we really can't make any promises. Yeah, that's not that we don't want to try. Um, And oftentimes the suggestions that we're getting are people that we already actually have on our list, but you may be requesting it, let's just say in July, 2021, and we have them slotted for February of 2022. So it might just take a while before we even 
uh, yeah, really, as we said, just have that action. Yeah. Um, that's all the questions we got. Again, thank you to everyone who sent them in. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate everyone taking the time to support us on social media or send us messages or drop comments on Podbean or wherever. Um, it's It's been a really, really fun first year. I know we have some really big goals for our second year. We have some really cool guests on the list. And uh, I, I'm personally looking forward to another really fun year of doing this. Me too. And I know recently Spotify had their wrapped um, release and so everyone could see sort of their stats. And I always joke with people that I think the only people that maybe listen are just my direct friends and maybe my parents, actually, that's not true. My parents always joke that they, they know this is happening, but they don't have the time to listen. Um, so I'm not really sure who our listeners are. And it, I don't know how to describe seeing our little show, our little pandemic baby um or project really uh the the podcast that someone listened to most this year um I don't know what how to say it other than just thank you for listening and wanting to support us and thinking that we had something interesting to say or at least we're speaking to interesting people who had interesting things to say and we were just really the conduit so I I really appreciate all of our listeners and all of our guests and Kim I really appreciate you taking on this mega project with me that seemingly always has new deadlines and never ends. So I I appreciate your patience and all of your, I mean, just true support and help over the last year, putting this all together. I could not have done it on my own. That's, that's very kind of you to say, I, again, I have a lot of fun doing this. I have a lot of fun getting to meet everyone and listen to their recordings. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a fun journey. We'll keep doing it. And so with that, before we get too, too mushy, and this takes all the way until 2022, we'll wrap it up there. So once again, thank you to all of our listeners so, so much for joining us. And we look forward to producing more content for you uh, next year. All right. We'll see everyone soon. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. The Holding Short Podcast is a production of Holding Short Media. The show is written and hosted by me, Laura Matheson, and edited and produced by Cameron Bokoff. Our music is an original composition of Riley Searles. If you would like to learn more about the show, the Holding Short podcast is on Instagram and Facebook at Holding Short Media. Please subscribe, rate, and review us.